Hello and welcome to the Fat Moon Podcast, a platform for creative therapists to connect and learn from each other. My name is Kirsty Green, and I'm an art therapist with a passion for bringing together community. Each Fat Moon episode, I have the pleasure of interviewing a creative therapist from around the globe. The intention is to offer listeners insight into our peers' pathways, professions, and interests in methodologies. It's my hope that this podcast inspires and educates the collective by building bridges between our disciplines, settings, experiences, and our cultures. The Fat Moon podcast is created, recorded, and inspired on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And I pay my respects to elders past and present and to any Aboriginal people listening today. So welcome all. Please enjoy today's guest and our rich discussion. Hello and welcome to an episode of the Fat Moon podcast. Today I have the pleasure of interviewing Ray Sabine, an art therapist, psychotherapist and supervisor with experience working in areas of neurodiversity affirming care, LGBTQI plus affirming care and specializing in transgender affirming care. Hello and welcome, Ray. Thanks for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. How are you today? Yeah, I'm good. Just got back from holidays. So it's really nice way of getting back into working mode to have this interview. Oh, lovely. I hope you're feeling fresh. (laughs) Um, To begin, could you tell us a little bit about your background and your journey to becoming a art therapist? Well, I've always loved, you know, art, music, drama, um, just being one of those kids that was always creative. Um, and, yeah, then I went into um, a 10-year uh, graphic design um, career, which um, didn't really feel right for me. Um, and I've always been very um you know, centred around other people and um, I guess doing a lot of caring and um, that sort of thing. And, yeah, I was doing a lot of street art and I was meeting a lot of people who were telling me about how art had saved their lives, it transformed them, you know, some of them had been homeless or gotten out of jail or had a history of drugs and now they spent their time and money on painting walls and um, yeah, I got this strong sense that I wanted to do something that was for that community and went on to do some um, art shows and things like that and eventually um, decided I wanted a career in art therapy. Incredible. And then you took on some form of study of art therapy? Yes, I went to Icon and MyCat. Mm, brilliant, brilliant. And... Currently, I should have said, you're, you're residing in Melbourne, Nam, Australia. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Beautiful. And could you tell us a little bit about what you're up to now? What's your, what's your role yeah, now? Yes. So, um, yeah, mostly working with neurodivergent folks and LGBTQIA plus community. Um, yeah, very strong in um, disability rights and um, affirming care for people. Um, yeah, mostly work with the transgender community, um, but I also run my own supervision practice where I help people who want to work with that demographic and how to offer a more affirming care. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And so with your practice now, are you are you in a private practice of your own? Are you working 
in any specific yes, I run facilities? My own oh, sorry. Yes, I run my own private practice. Um, it's called Creating Wellbeing Melbourne, and I'm in Glenroy. Okay, beautiful. And is that one-to-one sessions? Is that groups? What's what's your I used offerings? to do group work before um, the lockdowns happened, um, but now I just do one-on-one work. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they come to your studio? Yeah, studio online as well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. And I know you do a little bit of work with NDIS. Is that that's included in your practice? Yes, I'd say, you know, maybe 60, 70% of my um, client work would be NDIS and then I've got some private paying clients. Um, yeah, and most of my supervision work I help, um, you know, newly thre- uh, new therapists or social workers or um, youth workers, um, psychologists, um, you know, a- how to access the NDIS. Um, also, yeah, supporting them to make a more inclusive practice that's affirming for their clients. Okay, beautiful. And what are you currently interested in? What what research or approaches or frameworks are you really thriving in at the moment? Um, I really love um, DBT. Um, you know, I feel like it can be done in a really neuroaffirming way. Um, you know, if you put less emphasis on, um, you know, the social um uh, it's the wrong way to work that um, interpersonal skills um, and focus more on um, you know uh, emotional regulation distress tolerance um, understanding how sensory needs um, play into that and also it's really um, great with art making and understanding how these things can um, increase our distress tolerance and um, how some of them can help regulate our, and help us sit with certain emotions or sensations yeah mm. Mm. I also love internal family um, systems therapy approaches and especially when talking about things like stigma um, with clients and understanding those, you know, internalised ableism or transphobia or, um, you know, homophobia are actually, you know, external um, things that have created in these internal parts that we have to navigate and um, often it can be powerful to represent them through art and learn ways of, you know, engaging with them and, um, you know, uh, also developing, you know, more curiosity and um, self-compassion. Do you ever include family members in the art therapy sessions or is that? Um, Yeah, some people need, um, especially my neurodivergent clients, need, you know, a safe person in the session, Um, you know, more um, my younger ones. uh, Yeah, and so, Mm. um, yeah, I will have multiple people in the room sometimes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What age groups do you work with? Is it all ages? Uh, No, I tend to want to do teenagers, adults, but I often get younger kids who are starting their um, journey of getting um, puberty blockers. So that could be about nine, ten years old. And, um, yeah, I just can't say no to someone that's, um, you know, starting their journey navigating these systems. So I do sometimes go a bit younger. <laughs> hmm hmm Wow. And what is it that you like about being an art therapist? Um, I think I really like how, yeah, um, no matter what modality I learn, um, I can always have a creative approach to it and 
Um, I also love that it can be a great way of engaging with people non-verbally um, where sometimes um, it might be a lot of pressure to use words or they don't have words. And so I just feel like it's such a more diverse way of working than if I was just a talk therapist. Mm, yeah. And what are some of the challenges that you sometimes face being an art therapist or taking on that um, role? I think my greatest challenges are dealing with parents that might not be affirming and having to really um, help them unpack some stuff that hurts me sometimes um, and it touches on my own, um, you know, feelings of uh, discrimination and things and seeing how the impacts has on their child and um, really, you know, wanting to speed that up so that they are affirming and supportive in the ways their child needs. Um, I think suicidality is such a big issue I have to face working with those demographics because we live in a society that is not supportive and, um, you know, it, for some of them just going outside re-traumatises re them because they're aware of that. And, yes, yeah, so, um, yeah, it can be really hard to hold sometimes. Yeah. Of course. And what are some of your self-care techniques? How do you take care of yourself? Um, I really love reading. Um, yeah, it's just something that I find screens and stuff tend to stimulate me quite a bit. So, um, you know, about nine 9.30 at night I go off to bed and read a book for an hour or two and just um, unwind, reflect on the day and um, find that really helps me get a good night's sleep. Oh, beautiful. Getting lost in, a, in another world. Yeah. Oh, and I'm a very big walker. I love walking. There's something about if I've had, you know, a real day of feeling injustice and, you know, there are systems I can't do anything about and I want to fight, um, yeah, I'll just go for like a walk and crank some music and um, just let off a bit of steam. Yeah. Great. Taking care of yourself yeah. physically and mentally as well. That's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And what is your current art making or creative outlet? What are you involved in at the moment? Um, yeah, I've been really um, getting into a lot of pattern work at the moment, like drawing out, I guess, sort of like a Zen tangle type thing. Um, I found it to be really regulating, quite mindless, and I can just kind of get into the flow of it and I can do it in sessions with clients I can do it between sessions um, I always love a good bilateral scribbling between sessions too and if I've got a bit of time I might you know make a little picture or story from it and just help me reset between clients mm. okay gorgeous and finally what advice might you have for the up-and-coming art therapists Maybe coming from, you know, your background and your area, I guess, because you could speak to your ex expertise. Okay, yeah. Um, my advice is, like, don't be afraid of getting it wrong. We all get it wrong, um, especially working with the LGBTQIA plus community. There are going to be um, new pronouns that you've never come across, you know, or new new genders or new sexualities and things, um, you know, and it's okay Um to get it wrong but don't center yourself in that don't you know um, overly apologize or 
you know, unless that person has expressed to you that they're deeply um, hurt and disappointed or offended, um, then you don't need to jump into trying to repair anything. You just need to go, oh, sorry, and, you know, um, correct yourself and move on. You know, it's um, not not hard. And, yeah, sometimes that, um, you know, expressing that you're really sorry and it was just that they looked a certain way or that they had a different name last week, that can actually make them feel more embarrassed and like they need to support you, which you're there to support them. So you need to remember that. Yeah, that's fantastic advice. Yeah. Thank you. And I think it would be nice to just touch again on your uh, offerings as a supervisor. Um, Mm. You have that space available online and in person for people to reach out to you. Yeah, so I'm located in Glenroy, but I also work with most of my supervisees would be online and across Australia. So it's um, been really good to work with a lot of, you know, cishet, um, you know, mental health professionals that just want to, you know, get better at holding space for their LGBTQIA plus clients. Um, I also get a lot of people who, you know, want to start private practice and navigating NDIS stuff and starting a service agreement and things like that are um, very stressful at the start and and then they get clients and they're not quite sure you know how to do things like talking to um, this other supports and what else is involved and yeah so I, I help guide people through that. Fantastic you sound like a wealth of information. Oh thank you. <laughs> Um, thank you so much for your time, Ray. I really appreciate speaking with you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I hope you enjoy the last tiny bit of your holiday. Enjoy the sunshine. Yes, I'm planning to set up the studio now for my first client tomorrow. Yeah, but it's been nice to have a bit of a break, and I think that's an important self care. Always have um, you know a break lined up. Um, it's I feel it's good for my psyche to know it's coming. And, you know, um, letting your clients know, you know, um, about a month in advance, I like to give them a bit of notice to so that they can also get ready for my absence. Mm, yeah, mm. that's great advice as well. Thank you. Yeah. Well, good luck to tomorrow on your first first day back. And oh, thank, you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you again. Thank you for joining us today on the Fat Moon Podcast. It's my pleasure to provide space for us to listen and learn from each other. If you wish to support the Fat Moon Podcast further, please give the show a review and a like. You can also head on over to the Patreon page and check out other ways you can support this project. Any of the topics that we discussed today will be linked in the show notes and you can find all the avenues to connect with today's guest. Finally, if you would like to be interviewed or have a creative therapist you would like to learn more about, please reach out and send your suggestions. So until next time, thank you, take good care, remain curiously creative, and remember to rest. <laughs>